Hi everybody, welcome to the Gift of Gab podcast. This is episode seven. I'm your host, Rache, and oh damn, that was so out of order. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the episode. I have a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot. It's a lot for me. I try to keep these relatively short, in my opinion. They may not be that short to you, but I do try to keep them a little short. So we're going to go ahead and go first with, um, well, the first topic is Justine Sky and Giveon. Um, if you don't know who they are, they're both R&B singers who, I don't even think they dated for like two years. They probably dated for like 18 months at the max. And um, so she came out and she's like, he had two phones and his second phone, you know, she had it with him, with her. And he was still, you know, texting girls and stuff like that off his other phone. And everything that he was doing on his other phone, she could see on the phone that she had. So he out here thinking he being slick, you know, da 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 da. And so she texts him, she's like, Hey, my homegirl just saw you with some girl. Like, you know, what's up with you? And he's like texting his friends. He's like, Hey, da 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 what am I I just got caught, like I'm fucked up. I just fucked up. Like, damn. And so he trying to get together his fucking lie. And then he texts her, going the fuck off. You know, just thinking this, that, and the third bitch. You got me fucked up. You think I'm out here cheating on you? I'm out here getting this bread. Da, 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 da. Just going off. like, And he's just like, are you serious? Like, I could not imagine being her, like, in real time. Like, I'm seeing you fucking cheat on me. But you get caught. And then you choose to flip it on me. And then not only do you flip it on me, you flip it on me to now you're acting like you're the victim and like you were really out here just working and I'm fucking delusional and my friends are liars. And like, what goes through your mind when you decide to do that to somebody? Like, because I'm just like, I would be pissed. I would have went the fuck off. Like, what the fuck? I'm looking at you cheat, like, you're a fucking idiot, like, could not be me, but this is like her third relationship publicly where she got cheated on, and I'm just like, Justine, you need to stop dating men in the industry, or I don't know what it is that she doing, you need to date older, like, you need to date older, because the, what I don't know what's going on, but right, it ain't it, it is not it. I know her relationship with Sheck West was so horrible. And she dated somebody else, I think. I think. I'm not sure. But, yeah, Giveon was not it. And everybody was like, oh, my God. Heartbreak anniversary. Like, he was, like, the sensitive guy. And this, that. I'm like, he is a Pisces. All, every water sign I know is a cheater. Every last one. I don't care. Quote me. I, I I don't care. Every one of their ass. Cheat, 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 cheat. Cheat. But I'm just like, damn. Like, it's I don't understand how anybody thought, you know, he was this old sensitive guy. Because I like I listened to the whole album. I didn't put it in like rotation or anything, but I listened to it and I was like, Niggas ain't shit. Like, that's literally what I thought listening to the album. And so for people to be like, oh, no, you know, I thought he was just that in the third. It's like you were bamboozled. You were played. 
And it's like he didn't even try to hide his toxicity. Like, you don't want to listen. That's all it is. You don't want to hear him when he told you he is the problem. You wanted to listen to Heartbreak Anniversary as if that was not a song about him finally being left by a woman that he was cheating on. Like, what? He was upset because he got left after he cheated. Like, come on now. No. Ridiculous. But women love motherfuckers I could sing. It's like like him and like Brent Fias. Like, I love me some Brent. But like I know he is the problem. Like, he is the issue. I don't care what's going that he the problem, he the issue, no matter what's going on. His ass did it. He did it. And he a Virgo too. My boyfriend is a Virgo, so it's like, yeah, mm-mm. You the problem. You are the problem. Mm-mm. Nope, not at all. But I do feel bad for Justine. I think she's one of those women that wants love and has not found it in anything that she's tried. So I feel like that's kind of sad and depressing. But you just got to move on. My my good sis out here struggling. But yeah, that was so sad. But moving on to the next topic. Um, let's talk about Ben Affleck and his wife. Well, his ex-wife, um, I think Jennifer Garner. Um, he made a comment on I don't know what platform. I did not do super due diligence. Um, he made a comment and he was like, he felt stuck in their relationship. He couldn't leave because of the kids and he just felt trapped and... They weren't in love anymore when they were together. And men always do this. Women too. (laughs) But, like, they don't take accountability for not leaving. So they place the blame back on the other partner. Which, you know, it happens. You know, I, I do get it when you do have life with someone. You know, it's hard to just pack up and leave. I will say that, but at the same time, it's like, you have the means to leave, and, you know, I do understand, you know, you're not wanting to make your children feel abandoned in any way. I get that. Just don't abandon them. Like, I don't don't know what else to say about that other than don't abandon them, like, Still be a fucking dad. Like, go get you some parental rights, which you should already have if you're going to be paying child support. Even if you're not paying child support, get you some parental rights and be a father to your children. Like, it's honestly that simple. And he also came out and he um said that within his marriage to his wife, he feels like he would have still been drinking to this day. Well, if you don't know... He had, like, a really bad alcohol problem. Um, He recently got sober, but they split in 2015. So, once they split, he said that that was, like, the catalyst for him to, like, get sober. But I kind of felt like he was not blaming her for his alcohol use, but, like, 
saying that, you know, she helped contribute to it, which she probably did. You know, you're stressed and you turn to drinking for your, to, you know, fix whatever you are stressed about. And then you being drunk stresses her out because y'all have children and a life and all of this other stuff. Like, you know, she's frustrated and you're frustrated and nobody's communicating and trying to get to the root of the problem. You know, I get both sides, but I think it's one of those things where people have to not take accountability, but take accountability. Um, I do like him and Jen together, though. But I wasn't really feeling the stuff that he said about his ex-wife. I was like, yeah, no. This ain't it. But that's that's men. <laughs> well, that's people, to be honest with you. But um, it is what it is. I thought it was very yucky for him to say that about her. Um, but moving along. Next, I want to talk about Billie Eilish and her porn addiction. I first want to start by saying... It is kind of easy, not really now, well shit, probably now more than ever, but it is so easy for children to have access to porn. I know my first time watching porn, it was like softcore TV porn, but it was still fucking porn. Like, my first experience with porn was like HBO. Like most kids growing up in um in the 2000s, um... HBO Cinemax, everybody knows, you know, you put it on the porn, and then you have, like, cartoons, and then you hit, like, last. So every time somebody walk by, you think, you know, oh, I'm watching cartoons versus watching whole-ass porn, like, you know. But she says that she started watching it. I think she started watching it through um, through TV. If not, you know, started watching it on her phone. And when, you know, kids have, like, tablets and kids have phones younger and younger these days they have access to so much and especially with sites like twitter like it's so easy to get find porn on twitter and you don't even have to go looking for porn on twitter to be also honest with you the porn is like right there but it's really easy for people to get into porn and get intrigued by porn and really like it you know when I was younger I used to watch like a lot of porn I wouldn't say that I was addicted but I did watch it like regularly like I did enjoy porn porn is something that once you start doing it you do like it like especially like I wasn't having sex or anything like that but it was something that was sexually arousing like you know um and for somebody that's not doing anything, you know, they're like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And you think you're learning. And when you start watching, like, the violent stuff or and even the full-on production stuff, you feel like that's how you're supposed to look. That's how you're supposed to act. That's how you're supposed to sound. That's how you're supposed to perform. That's how your body is supposed to react. Like, And a lot of times that's not the case. When you look at, like, production porn, that's just like a movie. Like, it's a full-on production like they have somebody coming by spraying the coochie they have somebody coming by wiping the sweat like they're like oh go louder arch your back you know do this do that like it's a full on production like it's like a fucking movie and you can't expect people who aren't in a fucking movie to act as if we are or perform like we are or look like we are and then, let alone when you get into the violent stuff, you know, you think, of course, you know, violence, it's in, in the bedroom, it's to each its own, but some stuff, you know, is 
kind of sort of like, you know, eh, you shouldn't really do that. And that's when, you know, the line gets obscured because you think, you know, that's what you're supposed to take and that's what you're supposed to like. And you may not even like that shit. Like, I thought when I watch porn, I like the violent stuff. Like, you know, TMI. But I like the violent stuff. Like, that's what I thought, you know, I was going to like when I started having sex. Fast forward to me actually having sex. And I love all the sensual shit. Like, I'm here for the kissing, the touching, the foreplay. Like, that's what I like like I like that more so than all the rough stuff like that's but that's just me and I don't know if it comes from me watching porn a lot as a child or just you know me getting into my body and that's just what my body likes but or maybe it's because I'm a simp damn it's probably because I'm a simp but either way it goes you know you may not even like the shit that you're looking at like a lot of the stuff that I used to watch on porn I'm just like I would try it but I know it wouldn't be something that'll make me be super like excited like you know the sensual stuff which is fun to switch it up like of course you switch it up and you're not always into like super foreplay because sometimes you can't (laughs) but you know you may not like the super aggressive shit Like, that just may not be what you are into. And there's nothing wrong with that. And you may feel like it is because you're not. Because you've been watching all this porn that's conditioned you to think that that shit is normal. You know? Um, But, yeah. I thought it was very... I'm not going to say brave. Because anytime a celebrity comes out and says anything, everybody's like, oh, my God, they're so brave. But, you know, I think she was just speaking on something that a lot of people don't really think about or don't really let it like register that porn is super fucking like accessible to children and when you're watching it at a young age and you're thinking this is what it's supposed to be this is how it should be and you get you get obscured like you look at the shit and you're like okay you know a person literally punching me in the fucking face while having sex is normal like that shit is not normal why why are they punching you in the face Like, you know, you see shit like that and you're like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's what this porn star does. That's how they like it. Maybe, you know, that's what I'm going to like. And that may not even be the case for one. And for two, like I said, if it's some stupid off the wall shit, like you getting punched in the fucking gut, like repeatedly, like, no, absolutely not. But I do, you know, I commend her for saying what she said. Like, you don't think about it, especially like people who feel like they protect their children from shit like that no you don't they can always go get it at school they can get it's everywhere like you could find it any and everywhere and I think parents should take that for one into consideration you know when they're trying to block all this stuff not saying you know they shouldn't block certain things they definitely should but (sighs) I just sound like such a mom but you know you should monitor and talk to your child like Get ahead of some certain shit that they're going to go through, like porn. So, I'm going to move into my next topic. Now that we've talked about what type of porn I like. <laughs> um, aside from her, I want to talk about the Lil Mosey rape case. Um, back in, I think, April, a girl filed a charge against him saying that he raped her. And, um, I think this was like right when like Blueberry Fago was like hot. Was that this year? 
I don't know. But it came out or whatever, and it happened, I think, ooh, I think in Detroit. It happened somewhere where they're not, they don't take into account um, previous times that you've had sex. And he's trying to get that, like, um, added into it. I don't understand what he feels like that does because you can consent to somebody having sex you know y'all having sex a thousand and one times but on the thousand and second time if I'm like yeah no I'm not feeling it I don't want to do it right now and then you rape me no matter how many times we've had sex you rape me and she says she was passed out intoxicated woke up he was having sex with her and so was his friend so that's some scary shit you know if that's the way it happened allegedly you know, that's some scary. That's rape. If I'm unconscious, it doesn't matter if we've had sex a million times. Hell, it don't matter if we're married. If I'm unconscious, that is rape. Like, and then you're going to let your friend fuck me too? Like, what? That, it don't matter how many times we had sex. Who is this nigga? Like, no, absolutely not. And I thought that was just the worst shit ever like when I saw that he was trying to bring up like how many times they've already had sex it's like what does he not know how rape works like what the fuck no you raped her if that's what happened you raped her you do the crime you do the time if that's what happened I wasn't there I don't know um but yeah I just thought that that was so sad and then like he's kind of young too like I thought he was like 16 17 I could be wrong but yeah um next everybody's favorite toxic king um future he came out and said he is better than Jay-Z at least to the streets well not better bigger and he's gonna run him up a be easy now, I think he meant be like billion, not be like Beyonce, um, because we're not getting another one of those. <laughs> um, so, first things first, controversial opinion. I am not a huge Jay-Z fan, and I am a big Future fan. I do like Future a lot. Um, I like his music. Well, I don't like his music. I don't like him as a person. Him as a person annoys the fuck out of me like he acts like he's 21 and he's like 37 like that shit annoys my soul like annoys my soul like especially because I'm getting older like I'm 25 and I see myself and how much I've matured and how much I've become an adult and how me at 21 versus me at 25 or like not two different people but for the most part we're two different people the things that I wanted at 21 I don't want at 25 like the girl that I was at 17 I'm no longer her at 25 like I'm a grown-ass woman and I'm doing grown woman things like and of course if he were to hear that he would say I got money I got money I got bitches you're 40 and all you think is you know I got money I got bitches like you have a million and one children. Your legacy will always be tainted by you being community penis. Like, that is your legacy. Your People know you more for your toxicity and the toxic shit that you do to women more so than your music. Like, and the music is, it, the music 
slaps. Like, I love his music. I really do. I especially love his stuff that when I was younger, like DS2, that is hands down one of my favorite albums, like of my entire life. Like, oh, I love that album. Um, that and I love Hendrix. That's one of my favorite albums of my entire life too. Um, but you know, yeah, his music is great. Like his music is great. He makes great music, but your legacy is always tainted by the bullshit that you do outside of music. And you're getting too old for that, in my opinion. Maybe, you know, he felt like he aging backwards. I don't know. But it's given like 21, 25, and he's 40-ish. Well, he's almost 40. And I know you shouldn't throw people's age up, but, like, age should bring maturity. I know it doesn't for everybody, but it ought to. And you showing that your age hasn't brought maturity, it's just, it's very unappealing in my opinion but I do think as far as like this generation like Gen Z millennials and on up we'll like we'll know future and know a future song before we know Jay-Z and I'm just saying because we don't that's not our time like we don't listen to that I was born in 1996 um Jay-Z has a couple of songs that I do like but my baby sister was born in 2005, 2006. No, she was born in 2006. I bet she cannot name you five Jay-Z songs, but I bet she can name you 10 future songs because he is her generation. Had he brought that up, people probably wouldn't have been on his ass as much to bring up, you know, Jay-Z has this, 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 and you don't have anything near where he has. Like, you definitely need to shut the fuck up. Like, that's how people felt. But had he brought up, you know, hey, he is, you know, he was for the 90s, 2000s, I'm the 2010s, 2020s, maybe 30s, I don't know, you know, had he brought that up, then people would have been like, okay, okay, we can see what you mean, but because you chose to lead with, yeah, I'm in the streets, <laughs> I'm bigger than that nigga, he couldn't have thought, like, it's just like, no, now everybody feels the need to humble you and let you know that you are nowhere near where he is. And it backfired on you completely when it could have been a conversation brought up to say, hey, yeah, future is X, Y, Z for this generation. But because you chose to kind of like not shit on who became who came before you, you know, but shit on who came before you, people had to humble you. And that's embarrassing. But I do still, you know, think he is a great rapper. I don't care. I like Future's music. Him, not so much. But I like his music. Um, But I do not know. Jay-Z had 23 Grammys. I know he had a billion-dollar empire. Um, And I knew he was in the Hall of Fame. I did not know he had 35 top 10s um, and 13 platinum albums. I did not know that about Jay-Z. Um, it doesn't make me want to go listen to his catalog, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Um... It really doesn't. I do like Jay-Z as a businessman. A lot of people don't, not a lot of people don't like him as a businessman, but a lot of people feel like, you know, when you become a billionaire, you, of course, had to step on a lot of people in order to get there. And, you know, of course, that's basically what he did with Dame Dash and everything. But I do feel like, you know, he is very self-made. He pulled himself up from his bootstraps, and you cannot be mad that this man did this. Yes, you can feel terrible for the people that fell at the wayside, but 
once you see that this man is going on doing this, you should move this way in order to do that, in my opinion. You know, you can't blame Jay-Z for everybody around him not being successful. Which, you know, it is bad because it's like when you get on, you should put all of your niggas on. Like, what does it look like you are a billionaire and the people that came with you, they don't even have a million. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, if this podcast shit pop off, <laughs> if this podcast shit pop off, my whole team coming up. Like, me, my man, my mama's my friends. Like, no. I don't see how people get to where they are and just be like, yeah, fuck the people that were behind me. They ain't shit. <laughs> shit sucks for them. Like, no. You should want everybody around you to be eating good so they don't have to call you and ask you for no money. Which you could always say no. But, you know, you should want the people around you to do good, be good, and not need you, in my opinion. But, yeah, future, shut up. Don't don't say that shit no more, please. Nobody's going to defend you next time. But moving on to our last and final topic. This one will be a little bit long. A little bit long. I'm sorry. My voice is going out, and I'm re- I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to push through. I need to go get me a Ricola. I am so sorry. Um, But Megan Tory. And it came back out because he just had his preliminary hearing. That's why everything is coming up. It's not just people talking to be talking again. But he had his preliminary hearing or whatever. And a lot of things came up that were completely the opposite of, not completely the opposite, but low-key opposite of what Meg said initially. Um, One of the things that came up was when he shot her. She said that he turned around and he was like, you know, dance, bitch. And he shot at her feet. And the detective said nobody else, like, said that he said that but her. Basically, like, insinuating, you know, she made that shit up. And when I heard it initially, I was just like, what? Didn't they say that in Harlem Nights? Like, they said something, like, along the lines of that. In Harlem Nights, I'm just like, okay. Y'all are being very dramatic with this. Like, calm down. But... That's what she said. Um, she also alleges that, you know, he tried to pay her hush money. I don't know what type of money he thought he had to give Megan the Stallion. Because it's like, one, she has her own money, most definitely. Y'all are probably tit for tat if she doesn't have more. Um, So, I don't know what he thought he was doing with that. <laughs> but, you know, short men, they try anything. Um, He tried to call to her to apologize, you know for what happened and you know she ignored him as she should because if he really did shoot her you apologize to me in court you apologize to me when I'm sitting across from you in a courtroom and then you say you're sorry you know where it's on record don't just sit up here don't shoot me and then and behind closed doors oh you know I'm sorry you know I fucked up you know my bad shit sucks like no Give me an actual formal fucking apology. And the way that he acts in the media is not as if someone trying to give her an apology. So I do not believe that shit. But, you know, he said he tried to apologize. And, you know, she isn't, like, accepting his calls and stuff. Which I I don't know why the fuck he thought she would. Like, what? But, men. Um, also, an independent witness came out and said... They saw Meg and Kelsey fighting. Now, I do think the independent witness is the bodyguard because, you know, as that's how it goes. The bodyguard, Tori, 
Meg, Kelsey, and a car. All of them just left Kylie Jenner house drinking. They're drunk. I don't know about the bodyguard, but you know, we all know Megan Thee Stallion. You know, he likes to hit the sauce like a little hard. Tory Lanez looks like a motherfucker that likes to hit the sauce really hard. He looks like a person that smoke. He looks like a Memphis nigga. Like low key, like he looks like a regular n- dude from Memphis, like from South Memphis, like cigarette in his mouth, like big ass jeans, like ugh, big ass hat, like <laughs> just terrible old ass Malibu. <laughs> the thing is knocking. I'm kidding. I have a Malibu, so don't fucking laugh at that. <laughs> No, 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 He wouldn't even be in a Malibu. He would definitely be in an Infinity. Yep, he would definitely be in an Infinity. Mm, 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 mm. That's what he looks like. He would be in his Infinity with cigarettes and a fucking backwood. My boyfriend has an Infinity in backwoods, so don't laugh at that either. But anyway, that's what he gives me. So, But back to what we were talking about. So that's how it goes that they were all in the car or whatever. And then I don't know who was driving, but some way or another, somebody got the fight. They got out of the car. Somebody, well, Meg got shot by somebody. I think, well, because Tori alleges, he was like, he was just trying to protect his girl. I don't know if his girl was met. I guess the girl had to be Kelsey. The girl had to be Kelsey. Even though in the song he was talking about how like they bonded over both of them, their mothers dying and stuff like that, and how they like really loved each other. Well, like low key that they were in love. So it's like that's one thing. But it's like he could have just literally been like trying to appease her to like get her to fuck up off his case. <laughs> but she was not letting the fuck up. But um what was that about? <laughs> but yeah, like I'm guessing the girlfriend at the time was Kelsey. And I guess Meg was like whooping her ass and he was like, grabbed the gun, the gun like and went off immediately versus him being able to say, get the fuck up off of her, bitch. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. But that's what he said. He was just trying to protect his girl. So I'm like, I'm guessing the girl was Kelsey. I'm guessing. I don't know. I do not know. But even if it wasn't, because I don't know, we nobody knows because nobody will literally come out and say, this is the play of events. Like, we, we left the house, the bodyguard was driving, I was sitting in the front seat, the girls were in the back seat, chilling. That's how I'm thinking the shit goes. You know, they're in the back seat, chilling, everybody drunk. It's said that Meg got jealous of Meg, of him flirting with Kylie Jenner. I'm guessing she was talking to Kelsey. And, you know, she told Kelsey, you know, hey, you know, me and Tori fucked. But did you see him with that bitch? And she was like, wait, what? You and Tori fucked. And Meg's like, yeah, girl, I'm sorry. You know, we've been hanging around each other. You had the Rona. So, you know, we've been kicking it. But, yeah, we fucked. But did you see him throwing with that bitch in my face? And she's like, um, bitch, you know, we're still fucking, like, no, what are you, the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know that that's my dude. And then Meg is like, Tori, like, you still fucking Kelsey and you know me and you got XYZ going on, you ain't shit. This, that, and the third. Whole fucking car starts arguing at this point. The entire vehicle, minus the bodyguard, is going up. Everybody's just going to fuck off on each other. Because, of course, you know, he is having sex with two friends and he knows that he's having sex with two friends, but they didn't know about it. Like, 
they didn't know about each other having sex with both friends or whatever. So they do this, that, and the third. Woo, woo, woo. And I guess the bodyguard pulls over because these bitches, like, literally start fighting. And they're trying to get them up off of each other. They start fighting or whatever. And he tries to protect his favorite. But the gun goes off accidentally. And it hits the ground, whatever, shadow shatters, shrapnel goes everywhere, where everywhere is Megan's foot. And she's just like, what the fuck? You shot me. And he's like, uh, you know, like, damn, cops get called, you know, they're still arguing and da, 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 da. And I guess, I don't know if the mix of what was said after that, like, I don't, because I don't know who he was with. Like, if I know what girl he was with, I guess I could put two and two together. But because I don't know, it's just like the cops get called. These motherfuckers go to jail. I'm guessing Megan still gave a fuck about him to not say, you know, hey, this nigga shot me. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If anything, I think it was probably Meg was his girl and Kelsey was whooping her ass. <laughs> he was trying to get Kelsey up off of her. You know, even though, you know, Megan's, you know, a big girl, Kelsey ain't small. But, you know, he was trying to get Kelsey off of her, accidentally shot Meg. He like, you know, my bad, baby, I'm sorry. She's like, no, you've been fucking my friend. You've been doing me dirty. You've been flirting with that white bitch. And like, just going off. And then, you know, the cops get called. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to send this nigga to jail today. <laughs> But, but soon, soon as I'm out of the clear from a fucking gun. Well, she probably wasn't even trying to save his ass. She was like, yeah, I don't want to be wrapped up with all this legal shit. This nigga got a gun. I don't need them taking me downtown. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So she probably wasn't even trying to save his ass. I don't know. I just want to know who was the girl. Like, can somebody please come out and give like an actual fucking recall of events? Like, please, like, oh. It's killing me. The nosy bitch in me is just dying without knowing what the fuck actually happened. Um, but also, they said that there was gun residue on Kelsey's hands. So, I don't think you could get gun residue without, like, the gun firing. Is it possible for there to be leftover gun residue on the gun? Kelsey picks the gun up. He grabs the gun out of her fucking hand. Meg's back is turned. And then he grabs the gun. Boop, gun goes off. Accidentally shoots Meg. He's trying to save my bitch Meg. And Kelsey about to shoot this bitch. <laughs> that shit's so fucked up. Even though she was like, she would never do that, you know. But she probably got mad like, <laughs> Meg was probably whooping her ass. And she was like, bitch, you got me fucked up. Like, no, I better get my shit. Grabs the gun. Gun residue gets on her hands. She's like, you know, and the toy like, I don't know what the, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to stop. Okay. I'm going to stop because I'm driving myself crazy right now. But anywho, okay, that's the end of the episode. That's all I have for episode seven this week. Well, I've uploaded episode seven and episode eight. And as I already said at the beginning of episode eight, I'm uploading these backwards because I'm going with order of newest events to oldest events. Um, We're going all the way to episode one. Um, and then I'm going to have episode nine come out and that's going to be, 
I don't know if that's going to be my conspiracy or not. I'm doing something on either Astroworld or Jeffrey Epstein. Let me know which one you guys want. I'm researching both as we speak in all of my free time. That's all I'm doing. Watching and reading, watching and reading, watching and reading things about Astroworld and Jeffrey Epstein. I'll probably do Jeffrey Epstein first because there's been more of that that I've been watching and reading. So I don't know. But anywho, um, excuse my voice. I promise I'm going to do something to work on this. I swear. Um... But yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Give me about a week or, or two. I don't know yet. Give me a week and I promise we will have this shit on film. Praise God. Amen. Thank you guys.